Welcome to the Power of Being You podcast, where we interview people who are out in the world creating change by being authentically themselves. Come along with us as we discover tips and tools that you can use to shine your brilliance even brighter. I'm Sarah Grandinetti, and I'm excited to explore the power of being you. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Power of Being You podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Grandinetti, and I am joined by not one, but two amazing certified facilitators today. Um, I'm super excited to lean into this conversation with them. Um, I have Miss Allison Cox. You want to say hello? Hello, everybody. (laughs) And Mr. Connor Hill. Hello. Hello. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to use that voice anytime I refer to you today. Um, <laughs> um, so right out the gate, we are talking about um, a body of work in access consciousness started by Mr. Gary Douglas himself, the founder of access consciousness, um, conscious horse, conscious writer. So conscious horse, conscious writer is from what I know started as a book. Is that correct? Am I fact checking myself? Was there a book? Think- was the book first? There Anybody is no book yet. There's no there's talk to the animals. Talk to the animals. Talk to the animals. But you may be aware of something that I might be aware of something. <laughs> I also might be the podcast host who doesn't totally do homework like the rest of everybody in the world. <laughs> okay. I was well, I was like slightly worried. I was like, what the fuck? Where how did oh my god, I haven't read that book. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh no, why don't I know this answer? I'm a little bit blurry on if this is true or not. Keeping everybody on their toes. That sounded very horse-like of you. Like, oh, wait, what is that over there? <laughs> okay, so there's a talk to the animals book. You should go get it. There's something about horses in it. <laughs> Lots about horses. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so how did you guys? I know, like Allison, you and I have talked a little bit uh about your story recently on a bunch of different platforms. Um Connor, I'm going to go to you first. That was but, my internal monologue. I've talked um, to Allison about this, so I'm going to go to Connor first. And I just said it out loud. So oh, Connor, <laughs> I thought we were going to, I thought we were doing ladies first, uh, oh, but maybe we are. Oops. <laughs> so um, when did you know that like creating with horses was something you desired? Uh, I didn't, I guess it just kind of, it was just, it just kind of kept showing up. Mm. It was like, well, you know, I, I went to the conscious horse, conscious rider, uh, facilitator training in 2016. And then soon after that, somebody called me up from Canada and was like, Hey, come do a conscious horse, conscious rider here. And I was like, uh, I don't know that much about horses. So maybe you want to call like Susie or like, there's all these other facilitators and like, no, we want you. And I was like, oh man, I'm freaking scared. Oh, pocket pod, pocket pod, pocket pod. So I, in between the time of the scheduled, you know, class, I went out and got as much horse time as I could. And, um, and that's where it started. And then from there, that was my fault. That noise was me. Uh, I kind of, not kind of, I just like kept going, but it wasn't even like, I didn't even need to do anything. People just kept calling me and asking me to do the classes. And I would put it out there a little bit, but it really carried itself. Like I kind of feel bad saying that, but I'm like, it did. It's like, I didn't really, I wasn't like, Hey, I'm going to go like 
grab the bull by the horns and take this on. It was just like, hey, this is really easy. <laughs> That's cool. So, and then it really, yeah, because as it kept going, it was like people started looking to me like, Connor, you're like an authority in this. And I'm like, huh? I still don't really feel like an authority. And so, yeah, that's kind of like where it started. And, and, and I'd say the moment I would say that I wanted to do it, it still kind of got this like mystical gray area to it where I, I try to want to do it, but really the best way to do it is to not even try to want to do it and just to have it show up, which is wild. Oh, it's so like, I wouldn't call it a gray area. I would call it a rainbow magical area where you don't have to know what the fuck you're doing, but you can still be magic. Well, I say gray Cause I'm like, I can't see it. You can't, you can't see. <laughs> like, I don't see any colors. <laughs> See the, the the linear path that I was supposed to create from right. in front of right. me. Yeah, exactly. I I absolutely love that. Um, uh, Allison, so you talked about in our other conversations about how you were like, I would like to have make more money and hang out with horses all the time, and how it started <laughs> to show up for you. And um, I would love to like explore that a little bit on what it has contributed that that showing up for you, and you can give a little bit about that. Um, but like the following the energy and how what that looks like when you're, you have an ask and things are showing up. How do you continue to follow the energy like you have with, with playing with horses? Yeah. So yeah, when I, before I became a conscious horse, conscious rider facilitator, I had gone through access for a while and everything was going great. And I was kind of bored. So I was like, Hmm, this access stuff. I know it's real. Cause you know, things have been getting better, but like, really what, could I choose that seems impossible for me to choose? And what would that be? If I could really ask for anything, what would it be? I was like, hmm, and I couldn't really think of anything. So I thought about what I did or what I wanted to be when I was a kid. And I was like, huh, horses, like horses. I wanted to ride horses. I was never allowed to be around horses or we just couldn't afford it. And so what about that? So I asked the universe, I was like, hey, universe, I would like to play with horses every day and get paid lots of money for it. Okay, let's see what happens. And so little by little, I told you before I became a equine massage therapist and then conscious horse, conscious rider facilitators showed up. And also like Connor, I was like, ah, how do I do, is this even going to work? Are people going to like trust me? And each and every class just grew and grew and grew. And the trust in myself grew. People got to start trusting themselves. And so the classes aren't necessarily about the facilitator. Um, yes, the facilitator has your back, but it also includes the horses that are going to facilitate you without words with this gray or rainbow magic area. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's what it is, right? If you mix all the rainbow colors together, you get gray, right? Oh, wait, no, that's bright white. Okay, I, like I don't know what's purple, going on. Kind of purple, pukey, pretty color. You can't tell if it's like ugly. Oh, or... it's amazing. <laughs> like yeah. like unicorn poo. Yeah, like unicorn poo. I Let's love that. Let's go with that one. Um, yeah, in the middle of the color wheel, as a colorist, I'll speak to this. Um, if we add all the colors in together, you get like a grayish neutral type of tone. So I think, I think you're oh on. My God. Maybe that's what I've, I've been mixing all the colors together rather than looking at them as the rainbow. They are. Ah, oh. I think you have a colorblind call coming up soon. How to, <laughs> yeah. how to be magical and be colorblind. Ooh, totally. I like it. 
Okay. So, um, both of you, I, you know, had an ass followed some energy, even if you, I, the best part about this conversation so far is like how you can follow the energy and just leap. Like Connor, you, it sounded like you just got kicked off the edge. And, um, like I have an, I have an acronym for leap. It's live every adventure possible, but well, it's like, it's also really cool hearing Allison talk about it. Cause I hadn't until right now really acknowledged the choice I made that created everything, which was really a lot like what she said. I was like, I just loved being around horses and I loved that class. It was just like, especially at that time, horses were like the only thing I felt like I could truly be me around, you know, and we really, I shouldn't just felt like I could truly be me. It was the only, the only thing I would let me be me around. And I know a lot of people probably listening to this are like, well, I can be me around my dog and I can be me around my cat. But at the same time, horses are not like my dog or my cat where they'll also tell me where I'm being an idiot. So I was a pretty big fan of that as well. I'm like, okay, all right. Thanks for helping me like, you know, sort of function in the world because they would show me how I could really function in the world and, and have things work for me. So. What do you say to someone who hears that? So first of all, if you can acknowledge how different that is, because a lot of people are like horses, there's no way to be me around them because I will just fuck everything up and I'll get stomped or kicked in the face and die. So, you know, how, how, like, what is the class, um, conscious horse, conscious rider? How does that invite you to be you? If you have the point of view that that is absolutely impossible around a creature so large. Allison. Would you answer that question first, please? Well, <laughs> they're both staring at me like, who's answering it? <laughs> it's so cool. It's so cool that both of us have like uh, an awareness of this too. I'm like, I can already hear your head too. Um, so it's like, uh oh, what was the question? I just went into gray. I did too. I was like, what happened? <laughs> this is a, when three ADH people get together, this is what it sounds like. um well connor was like horses was where i knew i could be me and what i heard from our listeners it was no 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 horses where you absolutely don't be you okay horses where you are on high alert and make sure you don't get kicked in the face so how does how does the class you can speak to how the class will start to undo that so part of the class is of course starting where you're at with horses um whether you've been around them you feel comfortable around them or you don't, or you're terrified of them, whatever. It doesn't matter where you're at. We start there, but also I like to think of the horse as kind of like the universe on legs or even your reality on legs, basically. So you get to so true. see different things around them and they will show you what's working, what energies are working to get the result you require and which ones aren't. Um, and then also allowing things to show up unexpected, like unpredictably. So they might show up better than you ever could have imagined, or that horse might not have been having it that day. And you tried to force something. So you get to look at where you're using force in different areas versus invitation versus using energy poles or using energy versus using your body, including you and the horse together. Um, And then people also like, you know how 
being yourself around your dog, your cat, your horse, you know, when you go out into the world or you don't go out into the world because you're like, Ooh, I don't like going out in the world. I have to have all my barriers up and I have to, this thing's bigger than me. And uh, it's scary to go out there. What if the horse can show you exactly that, how to be calm, relaxed and be able to move, be able to go outside when there is something bigger, scarier than you, like from your point of view, then in the class, you start to shift your points of view of what this reality is and all the lies begin to melt based on the lies that you get to melt with the horse as well. I love that. Connor, do you want to add anything to that? Yes. And I'm saying it like that because I'm like, well, maybe is now not the time. Now you have um, to. I'm curious. Well, I would say, yeah, pretty much like all of that. And to your point, Sarah, with you noticing that people are like, ah, that's where I don't get to be me. I'm like, is that the the you that you think that is, is that actually you? Because it's like horses only desire for you to be you. They don't really like to be around you when you're not being you. So if you're truly being you, being next to a horse, they're going to be really easy. If you're not being you, they're typically just going to walk away. Mm. Unless you like force them to be in a confined space with you, then they'll probably try and start kicking you and stuff. But at the same time, that's when I realize I'm like, wait a second. It this is horse, yeah, this is this horse is kicking me or kicking at me. Like, how much am I doing that to myself? Like, how much are you doing, like, the way you're being in the world? How much do you get kicked by other people or pushed down by other people? Like, and they're just like, this is what you're doing. This is what you're asking for. I'm just going to, like, walk right into you. And you're like, stop it. I don't want that anymore. Um, so Gary has said a number of times, like, everything I learned in life, I learned from my horse. Um, I'm wondering, without doing, you know, it's so easy to look at things like this and kind of look at conscious horse, conscious rider. I know I've done it and been like, oh, it's, it's a horse class. <laughs> right? Like, and, and I have to like either be all in with horses, um, to choose it or, or desire more on like how to ride or like those kind of things that, that this reality offers as like horse training classes, um, tying those two things together. Cause ADHD, what, what can you give us energetically about that what Gary is talking about with everything I learned, I learned from a horse, um, that shows up in the class. Like I, I'm very careful with this question because I know it's so easy to go into projection with any class of like, this is what has shown up, but what do you guys know when you tap into that? Like that makes you love facilitating it. Well, one of the things that I just, there's 8 billion examples. Cause literally you can apply what you learn in the class to every single thing in your life. But the one little trick I like to learn, cause I, uh, basically your body's kind of a soundboard for energies. And so you'll think a lot of these things that you're aware of that are sounding off of you are yours, like other people's thoughts or someone getting mad at you, projections, things like that. And so you'll like, let's just say you're walking down the street and you're aware of all of these things and you start to think and get in your head and you start to go like this. If you're like this and in your head on a horse, the horse is going to start to worry and it's going to start to be like this with you like eh, you're you're the leader when you're riding a horse the horse is like what would you like what would you like and if you're like this you're telling the horse i would like to freak out right now you should freak out with me 
Um, so I'm like, okay, if I'm walking down the road and I'm noticing that I'm starting to get, have my barriers go up, what would a horse be doing right now? And if I were always like, if my body were the horse I was riding all the time, every day, how would I be with my body? How could I have my barriers relaxed? What if I was riding a horse all the time and I didn't have to make anything real that would like tell my horse it needs to be scared. Um, so that's just one way, one tool you could use um, in life in general of everything I learned, I learned from a horse. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Connor, can you, can you say a little bit about what you, what you've gotten like in, as far as receiving um, from facilitating these classes and being with horses, what it, what it can facilitate? Yeah, it's really, I would say the, everything Allison said, and in addition, like stepping up to being me. Cause like I was, at least for me, the way a lot of horses, so some horses with me are, they show me a gentleness that is possible. Some horses show me an excitement that is possible. Some horses show me a sexualness that is possible. And like all these different energies I have available to be and and some horses like are like pretty full on with their you fucking turn you down at all I'm gonna fucking be super intense with you and so it's kind of like it's kind of like the and for me at least a lot of times facilitating that class is like I I I've got to grab onto my testicles. Cause I'm like, Oh shit, here we go. Like today is going to be what what's in store for today. <laughs> Although all totally from excitement and just this awareness that um, to not turn my awareness down at all. And I guess to really like put this into perspective is if you watch, if you ever get a chance to watch a herd of horses and how they be with each other, for like what people call fighting what that's not my point of view that they're actually any of the horses are fighting it's really like one horse is being a lesser being we'll call it and like a much smaller their awareness isn't as big as it needs to be and another horse is getting intense with it maybe even biting at it or kicking at it to be like get bigger like because the survival of the herd depends on all of them being as aware as they can be so they don't kick a baby horse for not being aware that it's not its job isn't to be more aware than the mama horse it's the mama horse's job to be more aware um but other horses will like nip at a baby horse if the baby horse is like getting out of line not out of line from what's right or wrong in the group but just what that specific horse doesn't like like hey don't do that with me and and so it's just it's really interesting to watch and for me the class is quite dynamically like that and with all the different participants because they're the horses seem to be also very aware of the people and where they're at and how much they're willing to receive so i guess i could look at it as a thing of like i'm willing to receive a heck of a lot, heck of a lot more than i'm actually receiving in the moment and the horses are like what the fuck are you doing dude like you're, you're supposed to be our leader, start leading, stop acting like you're, you know, in the middle of the fucking pack, dude. So that's kind of intense. Yeah. <laughs> At least I think it is. 
Um, <clears throat> thank you for that. Allison, I'd love to hear from you about how a horse can teach us more about allowance because there was, a, I had you on my program, um, this month and there was a woman who asked about like, what happens when I go to get on a horse and the horse doesn't want me to ride it that day. Like you, do you remember this? And, and you so beautifully talked about being an allowance of like a horse's choice and like not trying to force and such, such like that. So I'm wondering if you can expand on that a little bit today. Absolutely. So I'm like, do I remember? I do. Um, and then really quick, don't let me forget that. I love baby horses because they also let the whole herd know that they're babies. So if anyone's like coming after them, they do this weird like thing with their mouth, like I'm a baby. And then I'm always like, well, why wouldn't, wouldn't you just do that forever? I'd be like, I'm a baby. <laughs> but at, at one point they're like, I'm not a baby anymore. Let's go. Which I think is so cool too. <laughs> so anyway, back to the allowance thing. Oh my goodness. So before you get and we'll talk about this more in the conscious horse, conscious rider class, but before you choose to play with any horse, you have to know if that horse would also like to choose to play with you that day. So before you get on a horse ever, um, you want to ask, hey, will you take care of me? Even if it's your horse for the last 20 years, you would, if you start to ask every day and acknowledge that horse every single day, acknowledge the being, acknowledge the horse, you're going to get a totally brand new horse than one that is expected of or projected at a certain way. So if you're on a horse and they're not really doing what you want that day, you want to ask, you can stop and be like, okay, all right, am I being forced or am I allowing, am I allowing the information in even of what the horse is trying to tell me? Hey, would you like to even do this today? Would you like to, will you take care of me today? And if you get a no, so you can ask like, okay, a yes is like a, yay, like a light feeling, like it expands your world from a, a, a no from a horse is more like, ooh, kind of like a, like a contraction, of course. Um, and so if you get a yes, even if you, if you get a yes, you get to trust and allow all that stuff to show up, like the fear, the, what happened yesterday, yesterday, what happened wasn't so good. So I'm kind of nervous about getting on the horse today. Are they going to, are they going to do the same thing? Are they going to be mean to me today or whatever you thought yesterday. But if you ask, Hey, will you take care of me today? And you get a yes, you're going to get a totally brand new situation. The next day, you don't have to base anything off of your past on what's going to show up today. When you ask a question and acknowledge the new space and the new space you and the horse are playing with. Yeah. Do you want to add anything Connor about allowance or what you've learned from facilitating the class? Thank you, Allison. Yeah, I less of less as much actually from facilitating the class. And I had one very specific ride that um, really showed me allowance was I was riding a horse, a coaster sensei down in down at Elugar. And this horse was this horse was amazing. Like when I first saw it, I was like, oh, my God, I don't know if I'm good enough to ride that horse yet. It's pretty intense. And and I was like, all right, will you take care of me? I got a yes, as Allison talked about. So I rode him and he was just like lightning in a fucking bottle. And so there were and because of that, it's like. I kept 
dude, I kept trying to like control him occasionally. And then I was like, Oh no, I'm sorry for controlling you. And like, but it was just, he was just so this energy of like, I don't care. Like if you, it like what I would have judged as like physical abuse, he didn't care. He was like, that's eh, all right. <laughs> he was like, I got this sense from him, which was interesting because, and I'm not saying I physically abused him, but it was like, he was really showing me, you know, how to be with lightning in a bottle. And I don't desire to use the word control, but really also be the control with it and not have to do control. I don't really know how to say it other than to like put someone on a horse and then be able to talk to them about that. Cause that's one of the fun things that will show up in classes for us sometimes is you get to put a person on a horse and I'm sorry, I thought I told my computer to not make any noises. They're not um, on this side. You're just hearing them on your side. Maybe. Oh, know. well that's good. And be um, control, be control. Connor. Exactly. Computer. computer, stop it. <laughs> and so it's like, I just got this sense of him, like where they, you know, it's like, I used to be someone that would be like, it's really terrible to abuse a horse. And I still am that way. And it is, it's just really stupid. And the interesting thing I've learned by watching them is they don't really have a point of view about it. If they do their own point of view about it is just that they're a, a little bit sad that you won't receive from them. They're like, it doesn't have to be so hard. And, and so I've learned allowance for myself that day, just to be like an allowance of myself when I'm like, Oh, I'm being really mean to me. I've got to stop being so mean to me. And then I like get into more like that. I'm like, okay, I could just be an allowance of like, <laughs> I'm judging myself again. That's funny. Cause that's kind of, that's pretty much what he was like with me when I knew I wasn't doing something that was actually going to create more with him where I was just writing incorrectly. Um, he just didn't really, he was just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it would be awesome for us to be more allowance of ourselves like that. Um, yeah. Allison, oh, yeah, of course. I just thank you for saying all of that. Thank you. Cause I was like, oh yeah, more about just one more thing about allowances. Allowance is not, you know, like tolerating everything. Allowance is being an allowance and letting everything do everything they want and letting you do whatever you want, including taking care of yourself, including letting everyone know how, what you prefer and how to treat you. <laughs> so I just love that with the your horse story too. Um, and then also allowance is includes what you will allow to show up. So anything that isn't showing up in your life, including with a horse is solely based on what you are allowing to energetically. So a good question you could also ask, even with like, before I go to the horses, I'm like, okay, what can I allow to show up today? I have never considered and allow the universe to surprise you, allow the horses to surprise you. They just want to give and show you all of these things. And they're all different. All horses are different. Each and every single horse is going to show you something new and different that they are just like, they love to give. So every time you put up a barrier or a judgment or a rejection, a projection, you are blocking out what you will allow in from that horse. And when you let those down, when you explore, you hop on a new horse, like Connor says, like, wonder what this is going to be like, you allow a whole totally new universe to come in and show up for you and the horse. 
amazing. Um, so what I would love to hear from both of you before we, um, say goodbye here is, um, what would you like, you know, the world to know if you're on the world stage today about this body of work? Um, because, you know, I, we've, you know, in creating together now, like looked at all the places where people project at what conscious source conscious writer is and what it isn't and all of these things. So, um, if you were to give it a voice today, like, what would you, what would you like our listeners to know, um, about conscious source conscious writer? Honor, do you want to go first? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like, nor to me, it's just like, don't, I would really just say, don't let this die. And when I say don't let this die, I mean, the art of riding horses. We've been doing it for thousands of years. And I'm not saying that it is dying on the planet, but don't let it die in you. You know, don't go off living your life without doing this without riding horses, without, and I mean, because if you don't go to a conscious horse, conscious rider class and you start riding horses, I'm excited. And I still think you should, you know, go do at least one conscious horse, conscious rider class because, well, you'll just be better and get your bars run, uh, both of those. And because they're really, it's like, I, I, this is me and my, I need my hopes and dreams bars run. I really notice where it's kind of interesting that um, like a lot of the wild stuff that started showing up on the planet where environmentally and politically and everything really started showing up as people started riding horses less. Like, so it's to me, horses are so empowering and so when you're with them and you ride them like you you have to empower yourself you have to be empowered and 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 this conscious horse conscious rider these tools the addition of access consciousness to all of that it's just like it's a, it's a new possibility for something totally different. I love it. Unlike any other horse class out there. <laughs> um, Allison, do you want to speak to that? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. it is unlike any other horse class out there. It's not even like a class. It's not like a set thing that you're going to learn. You get to explore and invite new possibilities, which I love about access consciousness is it just adds basically questions that will unlock parts of you that have just been dormant or you didn't know existed for a long time. And so the horse class, the conscious horse, conscious rider, um, it will, just for me personally, after taking these classes, my life has exploded and expanded in ways that I couldn't explain to you. I just know that being with the horses and allowing them to be, expand my universe, expand my zone of awareness, has allowed me to allow more things to show up as if by magic, literally. And um, Gary Douglas talks about like, he is listening to him talk about 
conscious horse, conscious writer too. He, I, I think there's like podcasts or something. There's clips out there of him talking about it, but it's so, um, it's so, what's that word when you get uh, inspiring? <laughs> it's so inspiring because he like, he has had a whole lifetime of horses and what he learned and what people learned. And, and he, again, he's not gonna, he's trying to get people to know that including the horse, not forcing the horse is a totally different possibility. And again, yeah, not letting this way of riding die. Like Connor said, there is a way of including the horse and energy and you in a way that opens up a totally different possibility than force proving and like, force proving and doing it for the image of riding, not for the joy of riding. This brings out the joy of riding and the infinite possibilities. I love that from both of you. Thank you guys. Um, so are there any prereqs for this class? If someone's just finding this on podcast land, uh, do they have to? There are no prerequisites. Zero. Bring your body. Everybody. And I, I personally highly suggest at least getting your bars run if you don't take a bars class, because a lot of the things Allison and I have talked about with perceiving what a horse is trying to tell you or showing you those kind of things, it shows up faster and easier if you've had your bars run. So I highly suggest it, but you can come. And if you come to class, there'll be someone that can run your bars if you don't know what that is. Exactly. So guys, um, I'd love to hear from you when your next conscious horse, conscious rider class is, um, how people can find it. Um, and also if they're not in this part of the world where you're host having this class, um, uh, where they can find other conscious horse, conscious rider classes around them. Who wants to go? Allison, so we're, having, we're having a conscious horse, conscious rider class on March. What is it? 14th. 15th. In the middle of March. 15th. In Vallarta, Mexico. <laughs> 15 and 16, I think. 15 and 16. In the middle That's my next one. Is that your next one? That's my next one too. Yep. Yeah. So next month in March in Puerto Vallarta. And you can find all the facilitators and all the classes around the world on conscioushorseconsciousrider.com. Or you can go to the accessconsciousness.com website and search for conscious source, conscious, conscious writer classes there too. And of course we have our individual websites as well. Yeah. And if you want us to come to your country or your city and do one, give us a call. Exactly. Don't the be cool part is there's already horses all over the planet. So we get to do these all over the planet. It's super cool. It's amazing. I love it. I can't wait for the one in Puerto Vallarta and, um, and to receive from all this, it'll be my first conscious horse, conscious writer class. So I'm excited. Thank you guys. Um, and we will also put like individually, uh, how to contact Connor and Allison in the show notes. So if you would like to know more about them or get in touch with them to host them or anything, um, please do check that out. Thank you guys so much. Um, but you're not off the hook just yet. <laughs> so on the podcast, I ask everybody a final question. I'd love to hear from both of you. Um, the show is called The Power of Being You. If you were to write the show's description, telling people what the power of being you is, what would you say? They're fighting over who gets to go first. Go for it. Oh, man. Well, it's so in light of all of our conversations today and the last 
facilitator training for conscious horse, conscious rider. I would say the power of being you is not the you you think you are. It's the you that you judge. It's the you that you think you shouldn't be. And it's what it's the you that a lot of other people judge you for. And it's the you that will create everything you desire. I love that. Yep. The power of being you, I would say, is the power to take the reins of your life and choose and create it how you would like to, without regard to what anybody else is telling you it should be. Boom. Mic drop. I'm glad she second. (laughs) I'm glad you went first. Thank you. Oh, see, wouldn't that just be fun if that's how everybody did? Never mind. (laughs) Okay, guys. Um, thank you so much for your enthusiasm for this body of work and the invitation that you both be to um receiving from horses and allowing them to contribute. Thank you. Um, I want to say thank you everybody for listening, and we'll see you next time on another episode of The Power of Being You. Yay! Thanks, everybody. Bye. Connor, they can't hear you wave. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the power of being you podcast. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review for more information about being you or to learn more about the amazing tools of access consciousness. You can go to www.accessconsciousness.com. How much fun can you have exploring the power that comes with truly being you?